Hey, everybody. You've reached the Mayfair Podcast. I'm Eric. And it's Josh. It is for two weeks in a row, Tuesday, October 10th, but this time we'll be talking about the week of October 20th. Because we had him trapped here, we've got Sam from the Absent Friend Shadowcast here again. Good evening. Ah, You know it's him. We could never bring someone else on and have them do that. We'd have to have them leave immediately. I have copyrights on that. Yeah, I know. I I assumed that. I want merch. You get t-shirts. Everything. Underwear. You really are kind of the Phantom of the Mayfair. Yes. I hadn't thought about that until now. I am. Horribly, horribly disfigured and crazy. Yes. You can't see his face, but you don't want to. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So, Eric, why are we doing back-to-back pods? Uh, Well, it's just fun. First of all, I think that's how words work. Uh, (laughs) I like to put letters in front of wrong things. But no, more to the point. Well, so there's some mild awkwardness. One is that normally we would do these on Tuesday, which we are. But next Tuesday, there's a booking, which is a catastrophe. And Josh was like, oh, we got to figure it out. He was kind of like Kermit the Frog with the arms. (laughs) Yeah. We got to figure it out. So there was that. And then secondly, so he's like, how do you want to do that? We could do two. And then I was like, well, here's another thing. I'm going to be in LA on the 20th. That's right. So I can't, the Tuesday, the whatever, 23rd, whatever it's going to be. I can't do that. Actually, 24th, because 31st will be a Tuesday. I remember that. Yep. Yes, it that's is. That's the only way I remembered it. And so, yeah, that's important for you to remember. It, it is. Very. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay, well, we got to figure out a way to do all of this and not, you know, make it uncomfortable for any of us, you know, schedule wise. You've so, been making it uncomfortable for me for a while. Oh, I know, but not schedule-wise. Like, well, just, except this morning. Okay. Well, except not this morning. It'll be two weeks ago if in real time. Yes. No, don't think about yes, it too yes. much. No, best not. I like that you said for two weeks in a row, it's October 10th. You know, yeah, like, this is, is getting weird. But anyway. So what's in LA? Well, me soon. Okay. But, you yeah. know, my best friend lives there. And we won't we won't spoil uh, the episode that will air when I'm in LA. We'll also have special guests, but we won't say who to try to you know yeah add fun mm. so anyways uh, but yeah i haven't seen him well my wife snuck him here last year for my 40th birthday as a surprise but before that i haven't been back to la since february 2020 which is noteworthy for a few reasons vis-a-vis march 2020 being what it was um, yeah yeah so i just kind of last possible time to visit i visited we didn't know then and, and now we do and so and at the time, yeah, his wife was very, like, COVID was a thing, but not so much here. And I think it was one of those things where we we're just like, oh, geez, what is this thing we keep hearing about? You know, like avian flu, stuff like that, where you're yes. just like, oh, you know, whatever. But it was a thing. And so, uh, yeah, she was ahead of the curve on that one. And I uh, hope to bump into her one day. Maybe she'll come to visit Ottawa. Yeah. So I can apologize to her because she was the first warning. Mm-hmm. And we were like, everybody was. Everyone was like, oh, well, you know, it's like the flu or whatever, whatever. And when he went to visit, she had him change clothes and wash hands. Literally, I had to change clothes, yeah. Which probably saved them all from getting COVID. Yeah, it wiped down everything. She was the canary in the coal mine. Like, it was crazy. Like, she just saw it coming, and it was terrible. The trip was great. I was just glad by the end of it, I was just like, well, I I just hope I get home safe. And that's, I mean, I guess I think that every trip, but that time more so. So it'll be nice. First time in three years. And that time, we went on Valentine's Day 2020 to the Egyptian theater for a double bill of Piranha and The Howling with Mm -hmm. Joe Dante was there and John Sales, and they had a fun little thing. And it was literally Valentine's night. Without we, your we wives. We left our wives, yeah. yeah and went and had this romantic <laughs> evening together, and it was awesome. 
And so that so <laughs> this time we're getting to see the New Beverly Tarantino's theater, and they're doing a 35 millimeter double bill of House by the Cemetery and uh, City of the Living Dead. So a little bit of Fulci, which we have done 35 mils of, I think, mm-hmm. like 12 years ago or something, or maybe less. I don't Might know. have been the cool. same ones. Could have been. It probably was, actually. And we so, borrowed movies from Quentin before. And what's funny is I actually think these were the two I did not watch that time because I think we did Zombie and The Beyond, which were the two that I went to and that I didn't go to these two, which are fine films, but it just, I don't know. It's like four movies is a lot, it's even when you're not paying and you're lazy, so, you know. But yeah, so I've, I've always wanted to go to the New Beverly. Like, I've never been past it, but I've never been inside it. I've never been to Cinerama either. Like, there's all these kind of neat theaters that, yeah, someday maybe, but... So yeah, that'll be the big thing for that. And we'll, we'll go to that double bill and various other things. Like, it's never a big plan. Even I think this is like my fifth time or something like that. And it's like, you know, we have places we go, but I'm not very touristy. Like. How old are their kids? They got kids? Oh yeah, it's, I'm terrible at this. Like, my niece last night was like, oh, you know, I'm turning 18 in January. And I was like, I do not know that. You <laughs> oh. are... 16 at best but no she's not so his kids one is a teenager for sure i think his son is 13 okay pretty sure and his daughter is like eight or nine are you okay cool canadian uncle eric oh, or yeah. do they not care no they love me and i always Excellent. i Good. bring stuff you know i always bring like little gifts and stuff beaver I tales and poutine yeah, yeah i learned at a young age <laughs> that it was it was a good or a young you know middle older age that it was a good thing to bring kids gifts and for they sure remember you and love you so yeah always something and uh and, and his wife really likes maple tea that they can't easily get there or at least like good <laughs> it's illegal yes it's definitely illegal <laughs> it's a whole thing you know so yeah it's gonna be a little jarring and and the crazy part is my wife's going to a like a girls weekend thing i was gonna say this weekend I don't know. Don't what, think about it. Yeah, no. <laughs> a weekend at some point. And so on top of that, her sister has moved to Fernie for a year. And it's her birthday on, I believe, the 21st. So she's like trying to get the sisters to come up and visit and all this stuff, which is fine. But it's been a back and forth of like, okay, we're going to do it. And then the next day it's like, oh, I think it'll be too much. It's too complicated. We're not going to do it. And the next day it's like, okay, let's do it. Let's try it. And it's literally gone back and forth four times, I think. And so then last night they all decided, okay, it's not going to work. It's fine. It's driving me nuts in the background because I'm trying not to get involved. It's not my family, but I was just like, just decide what you want. Like everyone (laughs) was happier postponing it. So long story short, she's going to be in BC while I'm in LA. She leaves, I think the 19th and I leave the 20th. And so that's going to be kind of weird. There is someone to feed the cats. So you're off the hook on that one. Oh, well, good. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Not that it was ever, you know, there, but. But yeah, so Apparently. It's, it's weird. It's just, I don't know, because it just feels weird. I don't know if we've ever been on trips at the same time. Like, it just, it's not, there's nothing wrong with that, but it just feels random. But you'll both be in the same time zone. Yes. I suppose. Yeah. We will be. I hadn't yeah. thought about that. Yeah. So it's going to be very interesting, like, two weeks or so. Just hopefully nobody gets sick. Like, now I'm getting paranoid. My One of my bad movie buddies, they just got back from the UK and his wife got covid Oh, um, no. And he didn't. So he came back early and then she was coming back with COVID, which is the worst thing to bring back. Well, of course. Sure. I mean, of yeah. course. And so like he's managed to dodge it, but like we put off by movie night for a week. And so I saw him last night, like he's been testing negative. It's been a, a while now, but I'm just like, because of my friend's wife and her paranoia, I'm now I'm paranoid. And I'm just like, they'll never forgive me if I bring COVID. I'll bring maple tea. I'll bring toys, but not COVID like anything else. So. You're sleeping yeah, in the yard. Yeah. yeah. It's a LA's lot. nice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be fine i'm speaking into existence it's all it's all good we're fine you're cool you're cool i know one thing at a time so 
So the biggest news around here, we have unconfirmed reports that after two months, I think, Ish. Nago Pizza might be opened again. Seems to be. Josh they were closed? Yeah. For two months. But like, oh. well, but here's the thing. For a week, they claim. And so like, because we were trying to put in an order, it wouldn't work, but they wouldn't say why. So eventually I had to call the 1-800 number. You can't even call them across the street. You have to call a 100-800 number. That still wasn't the word. No. I know, but I liked how it sounded by the end, so I just embraced it. Good. So I called in, and they were like, oh, yeah, it'll be back by Friday or something like that. And we're like, okay, fine. So the next week, try to do it again, same thing. And I'm like, okay, fine. We're just not going to try anymore. So we start bringing our own meals. And now that I've brought my own meal, I guess they're back. And yeah, I don't know. There's That's no... Been, okay, cool. It's weird. It was the other day I saw our pizza friend sitting outside having a smoke. And I was like, what? And I don't think I'm exaggerating. I think it was eight weeks. Yeah. It's all confusing. And I talked to other restaurant friends of mine and they were like, yeah, they probably lost the franchise or they didn't want to renew or the lease was up or something. And I looked in the window and all the Coke bottles were out of the fridge. And now they're back. So we still don't know the answer to the mystery. Yeah. Because we'll we haven't have gone to... over yet, but... We'll have to stay tuned for that. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. We no. should get free pizza, I think. I, yeah. It's going to be Like, I mean, they lost quite a bit of money. It couldn't have just been us going there. So I'm assuming, yeah. like, even beyond <laughs> us. But still, like, it was frustrating because we've got Odd Burgers not open yet. So we don't really have any options for food at this time of day. You know. I guess that's true. Yeah, it's a great neighborhood at night because you've got down the street, you've got Vietnamese Kitchen, which is great. You got Paper Tiger. You've got House of Targ for pierogies. There's the Korean place down the street, the Belmont. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Belmont. But especially... Chip truck. Last night was funny. I worked a rare Monday last night, and every restaurants often are closed on Mondays. So in this neighborhood, everything I just mentioned, Targ, Paper Tiger, the Vietnamese Kitchen, are all closed on Monday. That kind of blacks out a little bit of the neighborhood. But besides for that, usually it's... We were talking about being a vegan earlier. It's a good vegan neighborhood, too. Lots well, of yes. stuff to eat around, but... For sure. Yeah, I was working last night, Thanksgiving, but I always forget what day Thanksgiving is because we just kind of eat when we can. So story I wanted to tell last time and we didn't get around to it. I'll try to stay as like neutral as possible <laughs> on this story. If possible. But when you're trapped in the box office and people are buying tickets, sometimes our little lobby is right in front. And there was somebody waiting for somebody and it ended up being a date. So I got to witness this not unpleasant, but very awkward first date kind of bump into each other thing. Yes. And so I don't know if it was a blind date or a internet date that all the kids are doing nowadays. <laughs> but I'm standing right there and then they walk up. The person didn't say anything. And I didn't mean to do this. And I said, for two? And then that caused a whole other awkward oh, thing. Oh, no. And it's, it's my fault. Like, I will ruin a surprise party. I will. But that's just words that come out of my mouth when two people walk up and don't say anything. Yes, of course. You assume it's friends or a husband and wife or whatever. And then that caused a whole stammering of, oh, sure, I'll get it. No, you don't have to. No, I'll get it. You get it. <laughs> oh, no. And then they walk through. And that's the end of the story on my end. But as I told Gwen that night, we love you coming here for a date. A movie's a bad first date because you say hello for 10 minutes. And then that's and it. And then you sit in silence it for two hours. It might be a good first date, depending. Especially maybe after maybe Josh they... is like, you two knocking yeah. boots. And you're like, whoa. Yeah. And I was just stuck. It was so sitcom. I was stuck looking left and right. I couldn't go anywhere. And I was like, trying not to listen. And Poor Josh. You're the real victim. But maybe, yes. as, as Candy Bar Sarah said, we were talking about it and she was laughing and she said, no, maybe you instigated it. Maybe you pushed him into buying that ticket and that impressed Ooh. her. Yes. Did they get snacks? Like, did they Sarah did, see yeah. them? So they, okay. And she got to buy 
popcorn, you know, so whatever. So I was like, yeah, maybe we sliding doors did well of kind of just gave them that yeah. little push. But and yeah. Sarah was like, one bill? And they're yeah. like, oh, geez, oh, God. oh, two times in a row. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny when you work here. And again, I'm sure at a restaurant or whatever, oh, you, get, you get to witness these things. Moments. I bet you at Rocky Horror, there's been all kinds so, of dates. that's interesting. I found out one of my colleagues in everyday life just got a new partner Mm -hmm. and i got talking to her uh, and rocky of course came up she told me that her daughter and now son-in-law had their first date at rocky horror at the mayfair back in like 2015 and i was like oh my god i was there in 2015 (laughs) and they're still very very happy and together and that's amazing like, that's hilarious Even despite your involvement they're still happy <laughs> and not scarred i know <laughs> i know i i thought that lovely but oh, yes that's very nice did you say i can't remember your significant other was not a rocky horror aficionado before you met him he had no idea that's right yeah he had no idea that's amazing and he was made painfully aware of it <laughs> Um, that you're a celebrity? That uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I was short an actor one month, and being, you know, my knight in shining armor, he, <laughs> he volunteered for it, not knowing what this really involved. Which role was it? He was Brad. Okay. Well, so like the star, well, a star. A you're star. the star. Well, obviously. he's there for like the entire show. Right. And in all sorts of underwear and <laughs> so on and people calling him an asshole from beginning to end wow. he he was i think he was okay not knowing i was trying to think of the like you know he's francophone right so i yes. don't know like what his thing a uh, rocky horror well nothing's like rocky horror i guess but like growing up if he had a thing that was like a big halloween type movie or something probably he's not the biggest halloween person which mm. is kind of sad he's like i refuse huge... to believe that it's it's sad it's sad he's a big christmas person but that's fine yeah they're both good but i mean halloween's halloween let's be halloween honest. is the shit i yeah, know and hopefully yes. he's getting like more so halloweenish oh, over the years being forced into right that's what i was yes. thinking like, yes 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 it's not a choice really. no no it's no. a it's a it's a hostage situation <laughs> yes I don't want to poke fun at him the whole podcast, but Why I remember, <laughs> if not the first Mayfair date, an early one. Yes. And you were coming to some weird movie, anyhow. It wasn't like a mainstream like Oppenheimer. It was I a think Sam it was, movie, basically. It was, it was yes. a John Waters. It or was a, something. It was something. Or the yeah. Queen, that great documentary. And in talking to him, it was like, oh, you don't come to these movies. No. And had no idea. He has. No, I've definitely expanded his cinematic repertoire. Mm-hmm. His style of movie is Jurassic Park 100% Ooh, and great. Avatar so like the big blockbusters sure. I recently introduced him to Neil Breen mm. and he was so upset with me <laughs> he was so upset with me for like some time afterwards wow. I was just like how do these things get produced why are they being screened why are so many people showing up why is there more than one <laughs> it is fascinating that yes. lovely gentleman who came oh, yeah. to to the neil breen movie Cade, because what we talked about on the last podcast of the fans hiking up ratings online yes and film festivals giving it awards yes he thought it was a good movie luckily he came back and he had a good sense of humor about it but lee was trying to explain to him and this genre is not new because you no. go back and he was trying to think and he was like, 
Attack of the Killer Tomatoes or yeah, Toxic like Avenger. Ed Wood kind of. Ed Wood movies, a yes. Little bit, yeah. Where people started going to them, but you try to explain to an outsider, I don't read a book because it's bad, or I don't listen to a band because they're bad, but there's something about this... Bad movies. Bad movies. Yeah. That, and I, you know, my whole life, I love mystery science theater Absolutely. and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, despite it being not a new genre... No. And Or you go back to Mad Magazine. All Mad Magazine was, or a good portion of it, was spoofs of movies and TV shows. So many generations have this kind of poking fun Love at the movies. For it. yeah. But yeah, to an outsider, you'd be like, why are you knowingly going to this? Indeed. And it's, I think it's an acquired taste. Yeah. I think it's definitely, yeah. because I mean... Fundamentally, we do love these movies, yeah. regardless. But they're not James Cameron's newest. No, no, and especially like Ed Wood. I really respect Ed Wood because he was giving it his all, and he made a bunch of movies. And some of them, especially for the time, Glenn or Glenda. Looking back on that historically, is that was a risky move. Very transgressive. Yeah. Yes. And it's surprising that these films even still exist today and are restored and still screened and. Put out on Blu-ray and everything. Yeah. Did you yes. say that that old man came back? He did. That's amazing. Because you're kind of buried the lead for me yeah. personally. Because last I heard was he stormed out after 10 back. minutes of breed. He came back a week or two weeks later to a quote-unquote normal, normal movie. Yes. <laughs> uh, I believe it was Sorcerer. Oh, good movie. Okay, and thank so God. So he came in and Lee happened to be standing there and That's point at him and incredible. go, You're back. That's incredible. And he was smiling and he was laughing at what happened before. Because sure. I was imagining him just being... Ebenezer Scrooge and like curse you Mayfair I'm <laughs> never coming back. He looked a little Scrooge like when he left. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Like he, and I understand if you're expecting a movie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So he came to see a good movie and now we're in his good books and all is right in the world. And, and Lee Sun after that movie like he yeah. stayed for the whole movie. Just, can you imagine <laughs> if he was coming back for his second round and it was like The Room. The Room. Oh, yeah. I hear this The Room God. is good. God. And he's like, all right, fool me twice, you know, yeah. but I'll come back for Rocky Horror. You know, presumably no one's yelling during that movie. You're exactly. Like, <laughs> it's, my God. That would God. be good. And if, if you'd seen him walking up the aisle, I would hope that you would call him out in character as <laughs> yeah. well. Of course. Like, that's of how course. It works. Of course. Oh, God. Okay. Just, okay. Uh, I had to ask. I had to ask. No, it's great. So let's chat about movies coming up the week of Friday, October 20th, as we tiptoe towards the big Halloween week. It's Halloween month, but then the end of the month is the big Rocky Horror time. Where it's, yeah. Blow the roof off the week. joint. And the 20th is the first day I'm in LA, so this is like okay. a spooky, like, whoa, whoa. It's weird. You're not here? What's I'm going not, on? never was. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> so we have two new films in the non-horror genre, because we, we got to give them something. we got to <laughs> give them something. So first is the Ottawa premiere of a film called Nyad, starring Annette Bening and Jodie Foster. Oh, Based on a true story of Annette Benning's character as a senior age woman doing a crazy long swimming quest. Okay. I saw the trailer and it's something insane. Like she says she's in the water for 48 hours or something oh, like that. Dear which I God. guess that's like horrific. Well, I was going to say it's a horror movie of its own. I do thought you, so. Do you take a sleep break in there with a rubber ducky or something? It, it just sounds like uh, open water without sharks. Like, yeah. And you want to see it because I know you're a shark fan. Uh oh. Sharks are part of the movie. Okay. Of course they would be. Because she's swimming through an area that there are sharks and there's people in boats watching oh. and making sure the sharks don't come too close and stuff oh, like that. That's yeah. lovely. She, maybe she gets her arm bitten off. 
We don't know. I don't know. You said it's not horror, but no, like, yeah. I'm pushing my agenda here again. And that's a big a movie that's getting a bit of Oscar buzz a bit early for the ladies in it. And it's directed by the team. This is their, I was going to say fiction, but not fiction. But this is, this is their non-documentary debut. They did the movie Free Solo. Oh, God. Which was amazing. And now they were like, what we really need is Annette Benning to get her arm bitten off by a shark. (laughs) And that's this. (laughs) That's exactly what happens. Oh, man. Awesome. And then our other big acclaim movie this week is another Ottawa premiere that is getting buzz in the documentary section. I am fascinated by this movie. I haven't even seen the trailer yet. It's called The Mission. And it's, I'm not sure what year it's set. It's about some Christian missionary youth not like eight-year-olds, but I think in their 20s or whatever, who go to one of these areas where, and it's so crazy that these still exist, but it's an area in the jungle with a community there that has no technology and hasn't seen much of the outside world and I think knows that we're out here, but they're still there. So these missionaries go in and then everything goes horribly wrong and they get attacked and one is shot with an arrow and dies. That's this very famous island in the ocean of India. In the India, okay. Yes, yes, yes. That isn't the spoiler of the movie. That's the setup of the movie. Yeah. And then the movie delves into religion and leaving people alone and what we should do in modern times. Mm. and Mind your business. Exactly. And it's produced by National Geographic. Oh, wow. And I'm just fascinated by this story. And it's a real story. Real story, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's enraging. That's It just makes me think of, like, the black robe stuff and all the, oh, God, residential schools. I mean, not quite the same, but, oh. But just that in modern times, I know they're few and far between, but these groups of people are still out there. Oh, yeah. And that I think, I don't know, I think... They kind of know something's out there now because every once in a while they might see an airplane yeah. or, or National Geographic comes and bothers them and then goes away. But that we're so far removed from the first light bulb or whatever and that these people are still there and that this movie is about another thing with horrific elements in it, to be sure. Definitely. Well, it kind of, it's a little reminiscent of Cannibal Holocaust. I was thinking the kind same. Kind of, yeah. Yes. And that's, and it's just, it's so enraging because you're just like, they're happy. They're doing their thing. They well, do I not think need your Christianity. I think they're in a, I don't know how, I don't remember because I watched a thing about this, mm-hmm. this island. I think India has kind of, made the surrounding area protected you're not allowed to oh, go oh yeah i heard about that too yes. yeah because i do remember this story now it's, it's kind of familiar that, yeah they found the boat or something like that yes, it was there like was a, a boat that a crashed. late teens yeah. or something and yeah, the yeah. kid who went and and i think they dropped him off obviously weren't supposed to and yes. he disappeared yeah yeah i just found the blurb is 26 year old american missionary john chow was killed as he attempted to make contact with an indigenous group off the coast of india one of the last communities on the planet still living in complete isolation. So, it's so unfair. What what did the Christians ever do to anyone? <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, oh, my, my God. God. Somebody just said it was like some nice religious person said the worst thing that ever happened to religion was it got organized. Yes. It yes. Was, when it was left alone. and It was good. You know, but yeah. But yeah. No, I'm always going to have a chip on my shoulder about that whole like, you know who can run your life better than you? Me. (laughs) Yeah. And here's this. Well, in your case. Well, that might be true. (laughs) To be fair. Yeah, yeah. So that's our two grown-up movies, as I call them for the week, that both look really, really good. Yeah, both with horror elements. So I'm all right with that. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 still fine for Halloween month. Yeah. So now our Halloween month movies coming up the week of October 20th, we have... Scanners and Night of the Living Dead. So a Canadian classic and an American classic. Mm -hmm. Scanners, arguably 
the most iconic horror moment in film. That head blowing up has been seen by more people who have no idea where it comes from, used in comedy sketches, used in music videos, used in gags. Yeah. Yes. And it's taking that aside. A really amazing early Cronenberg sci-fi horror film. Yeah, for sure. And it's it's not as over the top as you would think based on that scene. Based on the head. Like that scene is huge, but the movie itself is not that crazy. Like and I always found that interesting. Like maybe a bit like Texas Chainsaw, you have that in your head where you're just like, Oh, it's a gore fest or something, but then really it's just a couple of scenes, you know, and it's, it's, yeah. it's a lot more like of a drama almost with a horror element. Like, I mean, it is horror, obviously. But yeah. It's not really what you would think if you only saw that one scene. It's kind of like, no. if you have to give it just one thing, it's like sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But because it's Cronenberg, you're going to have some Cronenberg in there. Yeah. Well, it's a very Cronenberg film. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely yes. body yes. horror, but less than some of his stuff. I mean, head horror, I guess. A hundred percent. No one gets their arm bitten off by a shark, but I mean, no. still... And then Night of the Living Dead. I can't tell you how much I love Night of the Living oh, Dead. Oh, great film. I just Classic. They even filmed a movie here of us watching Night of the Living Dead, which the movie never came out. Uh, but <laughs> still, like, I always have that memory where, like... That's they, right. Yeah. And it was like... Yeah. Where'd that ago. movie go? I, I didn't even know. thought about that. Yeah. No, I never forget because I was like, it's done. It's in the can. It's in the garbage can probably now. <laughs> but, like, where is it? And then because they were going to film the audience and then yes. they canceled that part. They just filmed the marquee. But they were like, well, we'll still show the movie because we were doing it. But yeah. they didn't film that part. And then the, it never came out. It was, yeah. It's so weird. Hmm. And I'm, I'm Now we got to look so into that. Fascinated. But yeah, I, I totally remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've yeah. checked a couple of times because it was the dude who did Chernobyl Diaries, I think. Okay. And something else, Apollo 18 and whatever, like kind of those found footage horror. Yes. I think it's like Damien something. I can't remember. But yeah, like where is that? It exists. Like it's, isn't it better to just put it on anything than nothing? We should see if he's on the old social media and just kind of hit him yeah, and be like, where, where's this movie? Yeah. Absolutely. I, I was, like that'd be cool, man. It was a while ago. I know. Quite a while. It was fun because that year we had already shown Night of the Living Dead. Right. And then that happened again. They were like, free screening, be in a movie. And then it was like, well, free screening. You're not going to be in a movie, but you know. Somebody asked if they could buy our Night of the Living Dead poster. And it was like, no. Like, people assume they could just buy any poster from us. Yeah, and it was no. like, no, no, no. And the one that, if you look on our website right now, or look it up, it's a comic book artist named Sean Phillips did a re-release poster. And it's just beautiful. And I always like to have that excuse to put that one up there. If you ever visit Pittsburgh... You can very easily go visit the Night of the Living Dead graveyard. Yes. And I highly recommend it. Some nerd friends and I went. And nowadays, you just, you know, you type it in your phone. And you're like, there it is. When you're driving towards it, you feel 100% like you're in the opening credits of the movie. Because uh, you're going through. The there. roads look the same. The trees yeah. look the same. And then you get there. And I was like, okay, I wonder if we can figure out where the grave was. And it was right in front of me. It was for the really famous grave where... Over her shoulder, you see the first zombie, and Barbara's standing there. It's a grave for two twin little babies. Mm -hmm. In the graveyard, you're trying to be respectful, but I kind of have my hand on the grave, and I'm getting a picture, and then I happen to notice what it's for, and I'm like, oh, sorry, babies, no disrespect. I just really like this movie. But nobody came to tell us to go away or anything like that. It probably happens every all day the time. Yeah. all the time and i think nerds are pretty nice like they're not rolling in there and having a party they're rolling no. in there and taking some like pictures Richard living dead For style sure. it's yeah, not, not yeah, like yeah. that but yeah i highly recommend that if you're visiting pittsburgh because or that area you can go to the dawn of the dead mall and the night yes. of living dead graveyard yeah i got to very easily and um, i wonder what the graveyard thinks of that or i wonder what the family that owns that yeah that 
it's been a thing for a while now. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, since and even, 68. Especially now, nerd traveling is so much easier because you type in, where's that scene from Exorcist? Where's that scene from Halloween? And mm-hmm. there it is. It's almost like they should have a heritage plaque up. This, it's surprising they don't. This legendary movie was shot here. But then you're overshadowing the people that are buried. Yeah. There. Yes. But you'd think, I mean, yeah, you'd think they could do something. You could probably put a plaque in front of the cemetery. Yeah, because yeah. they're going to, people won't stop going. And, no. and But also, like, yeah, you're not going to have, like, a gift shop at a graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. No, of course. But if they did, I'd probably get something. And, oh, and <laughs> I can't remember the name of the little town, but it's on the outskirts of, it's a little drive away from Pittsburgh. But it's on the outskirts of a perfect little town that I remember had a looked like it had a Mayfair and had a cool bar and a cool library and a nice city hall. And it looked like a small town that a kid would not go crazy living in. And so you drive through that nice town and then you're in the Night of the Living Dead movie. Amazing. And then if you go to the Dawn of the Dead mall, that's even more surreal because you're walking around and the mall looks exactly the 100% same. the yeah. same. And you're like, that's where that happened. That's where that happened. That's a, a cool nerd tour you could do. But, but yeah, Night of the Living Dead... Just so simple, and I love that they never explain anything. Nope. It could almost be a play. It's so monumental in, in the way it treats zombies. Zombies were not what they were before no, they this movie. No, they certainly weren't. Well, it's the first of its kind. It's They what, were like voodoo more before. Yeah, and it wasn't anywhere near what Romero made his zombies out to be. Yeah. But it's that, yeah, it's it's the cornerstone of zombie movies as we know them today. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it was, so, I mean, on TV so much that I just think it seeped into the subconscious. And uh, I was at a birthday party a couple of days ago and a friend of mine, we were just talking about horror movies randomly he was saying when he was a kid he saw that scene where the little girl stabs her mother and he didn't know what it was but it just like stuck with him and traumatized him and then so when he got older and was able to track it down he figured out what movie that was but the way he was describing it was he still didn't know what movie it was and in my head i was like he's describing one of the most famous horror movies of all time i'm like i hope you know and he's like obviously knew what it was but it's just it's funny though those scenes because i mean that is a pretty shocking scene still yes oh yeah yes And I got it, my mom, because she's awesome, when I was way too young, like 12 or 13, she got it at Zeller's or somewhere because it's a public domain movie, because of that historical weird story where they screwed up on copyright. So it was like four bucks or something, probably. For real, yeah. She probably (laughs) got it for like $2.99 from the cheap bin. Yeah. And it was in this horrible era of Ted Turner where they were colorizing everything. So it was the colorized version, but all I did was go to the TV and go, yoink, and I just turned it to black and white. Okay, good. And it worked. So that's what I did. So that was my first watching. And when I watched it at that age, I knew Night of the Living Dead. It was kind of out there, but I didn't know it. And I just remember being shell-shocked. It was so good. So yeah, so I always love when we get that on screen again for Halloween season. Mm -hmm. Then we have Nosferatu, silent film with live music by Death Ships. Oh, man. Who, who were just on here. Who were on the podcast recently. And at least one of them was at Suspiria because he oh, wandered yeah. by and he was like, hey, the podcast guy. And I was like, hey, how's it going? Just knee jerk. I, yeah. I, I had no idea. Who, and I was like, oh, <laughs> it's probably that guy. You know, yeah. So hopefully he's not listening to this. So that's always fun. Nice bit of time travel to watch a silent film with a live band. Yeah. And Nosferatu is, of course, I always imagine if you were a 15-year-old watching Nosferatu when it came out for the first time 100 years ago, it must have wrecked you. Like, it's scary now. Yeah. So in 19... It didn't get good reviews. No. It's one of, no. Yeah, it's one of those movies, too, where I think people were like, it's too weird. It's too... Yeah. It's, well, it was... it's not a musical. It's not an adventure movie. Well, or I mean, musical, hard sorry. to make a musical in yeah. a silent era. But, <laughs> you can do uh... it. 
but it was it was an expression it was i believe i think it's murnau i yeah, think yeah, it was yeah. a murnau yeah, film I believe so. and people hated the expressionist style at the time they were like oh freaking hippies uh <laughs> and they really didn't like it and they didn't like faust and they hated caligari and it's actually surprising that nosferatu has stuck around because murnau wanted to do dracula right but he could not get the rights from Bram Stoker's estate to make a movie out of it. So he kind of just mishmashed it into something different. And he got into a lot of trouble, I believe, by Bram Stoker's wife who brought him to court for it. Yeah. It was locked up. And anyways, surprising that it still exists. It's a classic. It's beautiful. It's, yeah. I love that it is essentially the snakes on a train to snakes on a plane. Yes. Like, because when Universal did it, it was like, Dracula. Mm-hmm. God, what was that? Like ten years later? It was nineteen thirty-one. This is nineteen twenty-two. So yeah, yeah. So yeah. it took that long for it to roll around. I love that whole story of that. They're just like, no, no, no. It's just another story with a with a different vampire and on a exactly boat. Exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but beautiful film. Beautiful oh. film. And then just to make Eric angry. I was surprised by this. We're sneaking in another Saturday night cinema. Yeah. Ooh. That was it. We went out of our way to have one I earlier last week. I don't even know what time yeah. anything is anymore. But yeah, because we weren't going to have one for October. We're like, we got to have a cinema in October. Come on. Of course. Come on. Of and course. then now we're having a second cinema and it was never you know, a problem. So, so basically we're, we had it early and mid instead of mid and late, which is when we normally have it. Yes. But this time late, of course, will be Rocky Horror Picture Show. The Rocky yeah. Horror Picture Show. My biggest fear is that Lee is going to ask if I can do a cinema and I'll have to say no, which only happened one time. And then my plans dropped out and I quickly told him I could. And he's like, oh, I already got someone else. And I was, oh. it just, I was like, ah. And then you'll oh. be fired. And now this time I'm literally going to be in L.A. There isn't a possibility of anything. And so I'm like, well, I really hope he can do it because, you know, he's the only one anymore. He probably booked it because he had an idea. Well, he better yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's you know, I have no I have no lack of faith that he's going to pull it off, but I I am a bit sad cuz I would have enjoyed that. But speaking of Halloween stuff before we wrap up, we didn't really talk about it last time. We had Goblin in the house yeah. for the big Suspiria night. It went much better than a year ago when they had to cancel because of COVID-related stuff. And it went a lot better than we thought it would with assigned seating, which we do not have. We do not have it. <laughs> I think the first time since 1932 we had assigned seating. The organizers went the extra mile and had three or four people ushering people to their seats. But when a show cancels in much more than the 11th hour, you're always worried that the second time trying will be equally disastrous but those italian goblin folks couldn't have been nicer their crew was great everything went well everyone was in a good mood i got a couple of alternate universe t-shirts because my next question one says suspiria played here a year ago on the back not true not true not happen the other one says demons played in 2023 not true didn't happen didn't happen so you got these two multiverse shirts lies and they don't reprint lies. their shirts and they keep them limited so that's, that's that. it yeah that's, that's that yeah but yeah it was a fun night and so nice to have them here and so weird to have you know anytime we can pull off oh yeah the guy who did the score for goblin is playing keyboards in front of the movie suspiria that he composed 
50 years ago yeah. madness and he was in good shape considering madness he had to be at least 25 when he did that right i don't yeah. know he joked that he wrote the score when he was six but Aha. i don't huh. believe that that can't be no and it's, it's ironic because like demons is actually set in an old-time movie theater and so that would have fit really well here oh yeah yeah but you know hey, maybe they'll come back next year yeah well then it'll be a third different movie and then we're <laughs> like i played demons already come on Okay, before we wrap up, let's just give a quick plug to Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes. Yes. The Sam Show. How many times have you done it now? I think by the end, I don't know how many I'm at right now, but by the end of October, I will be up to 216 or 17 shows, which is good. (laughs) Yeah. I'm still here. I'm still here doing it. 13 years in the making, yeah. 2010, well, minus COVID, but yeah, no, super fun. I, I can't believe people are still lining up to see it. We've sold for the night's advanced tickets. It's up to something like 700 tickets Whoa, combined. What? what? Yeah. So what? that's already, and that's that's over six shows, but still okay. like each show now has still 100-ish people in that's it. Crazy. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, that's craziness. I'm Holy. assuming like the 31st is a high seller. I think, or... I'm trying to think. Well, the 31st is like middle of the week. Yeah, I guess. And it's, it's a Tuesday, just... as we've established. But the hardcore, the, like the diehard yeah. Rocky Horror fans show up on the 31st regardless. Yeah, you got to. Will be there. Oh, no. Well, you got yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank God. <laughs> My favorite thing is that we have senior citizens coming yep. because they went to see it mm-hmm. in their youth and you have 14 year olds coming for the first time or you have like a mom bringing her teenage daughter i love the generational aspect of it it's crazy especially since over the years it has been re-rated and when it came out it was restricted or whatever because people were much more prudish at the time and they're like Oh my God, that guy's wearing fishnets. Oh my God. (laughs) And now you watch it, and I don't want to sound like insulting it with a word like tame or anything. It is, though. But there's no gore. There's. They do eat meatloaf. They do eat meatloaf. They do eat meatloaf. But compared to a Saw movie. Oh yeah, no, nothing. It's not the sort. No. And so it's PG now. Is there there nudity in it? Uh. Barely. Yeah. Barely. Yeah. Like you'd assume there is, but thinking back, I was like, I can't no. remember any crazy stuff. No. It's like you kind of see something. There's like a nipple slip once or twice, okay. but you have to be watching. Yeah. 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 And we are. <laughs> we are. We are. <laughs> we see it all. Um, but it's good. I think we're even starting. My crew has started making participation bags as well. Mm, so it's such an effort. Yeah. Oh my God. Insane. I love those photos you yeah. shared last time of God. the thousands of pieces of toast. And they're so ingenious. <laughs> like, at, for the first couple of years, they were using their toaster to make the toast, then realized you can put, like, a full sheet of bread in the oven. Right? Yeah. And make more than <laughs> I was going to say, have, have you not thought of that yet? But thank God, you know. Yes. So, eventually. So, that's good. So, yeah. No, that's happening. It's going to be... A hot mess, as it always <laughs> is. It's my um, Halloween tradition. It's my excuse for not going out to a party, is I love being here as the manager on Rocky I'm Horror so Night. sorry for locking you down in this oh, madness. I love it's it. It's insane. The best was that, I don't know if it's still like this, but that one year where, like, by the, I think the third, second or third show of the night, where there was a foot of garbage, a foot of, we'll say, yes. bric-a-brac on the yes. ground, and just yes. trying to be the candy bar guy in between and just be like, I'm not cleaning this. Like, no. I, this can't be cleaned no. between shows. Why did we do three in a night? I don't know. Oh, oh that happened geez, more than I once. Know. And, yeah. Because now it's two, two, two. Yes. Yeah. Which is great. 
Yeah. But it's still, there will still be an accumulation of yeah. crap. It was insane. I've never seen anything like that. Just trying to walk through it. It was just bonkers. Try doing it in heels. <laughs> no, I could not. Yeah, I could no. not. I always <laughs> joke every year. Every year, my joke is, hey, kids, you can do it without throwing things. Wouldn't that be fun? Just dance and yell at the screen, but yeah. don't throw the stuff. Won't? No, okay. No, <laughs> then they no. think you're the man. I'm the man. Well, he is the man. I am the man. I know, but yes. I don't want him to think that he is. Well, that's okay. Poor guy. That's okay. So, yeah, so not that we need to advertise it so much, but nonetheless, it is the thing to do yeah. in the Halloween season here in Ottawa is come yes. catch our shadow cast do the Rocky Horror Picture Show yeah. yeah yeah and then you can sleep november 1st or whatever yes i i need to figure out how to plug up a coffee machine back there yeah, oh, yeah. or like yeah. how to get like, yeah. I, like a red bull i need to get red bull to sponsor me sponsor it. Yeah. Red bull just presents. get like a red bull machine at the back of the cinema <laughs> yeah. where no one can get their hands yeah. on it but so us yeah you are the Red Bull machine. I am the Red Bull machine, baby. <laughs> we need this. Yeah. And on that note, yes. let's wrap things up. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. You can check out MayfairTheater.ca for all the showtimes and all the social media stuff. We're on there, too. And we'll see you next week for the Halloween edition of the podcast. And Eric will be back from L.A. Oh, no, wait. You won't. We're doing uh, it before. Whatever. This is so confusing. Someday I'll be back. <laughs> One day. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Ironically, Cage has a movie coming out October 20th, but because I won't be here, I hope we don't get it. Oh, I hope we get it now. Oh, God damn it. Oh, <laughs> shut up, Eric. Night of total terror. Night of the living dead. The dead who live on living flesh. The dead whose haunted souls hunt the living, the living whose bodies are the only food for these ungodly creatures. Night of the living dead. A bizarre adventure in fear. An experience in shock, more shattering than your strangest nightmare. Night of the living dead. A night with the dead who cannot die. A night of total terror. Night of the living dead.